Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Hope you're all having a great day. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Not Easy, the podcast where you all put up with me for a while. So, uh, you know, it might be a good life choice, might be a bad one, but either way, you're here. Um, today, Thoughtful Thursday, and it's all about Thanksgiving. You know, I'm certainly glad a lot of these little holidays do land on a Thursday, so um, we get a chance to remember them, we get a chance to talk about them, and uh, it's a fun time for me out here. But you guys don't got to put up with just me today. I got a, a wonderful guest on with us today, uh, my brother, Noah, Noah Davis. Um, so, Noah, thank you for joining us. Of course. Glad to be here. All right. Noah, tell us just a tiny bit about yourself. We don't need a whole life story, but a tiny bit about yourself, what you're up to in life right now, what kind of adventures you're going on. First of all, before you go to that, we are driving through some beautiful Vermont mountains right now on our way up to New Hampshire. Um, and so we just want to set the scene for y'all because it's something that we enjoy big time. Oh, yeah. I'm always glad to be passing through this area. It's always beautiful. Um as y'all may or may not know, I'm the middle child, uh, Nick's younger brother. Right now, I am going down to school in Georgia, so I'm up here in the colder weather a little bit for the holidays and being with family, and I'm glad to be up here, and I'm also going to be glad to go back down south when it's warm, when it's done. Absolutely. So, Noah, you're in i uh, I'm trying to think, remember the, so it's SCAD, and what does SCAD stand for again? Uh, yeah, so SCAD stands for the uh, Savannah College of Art and Design Sweet. down in Georgia. And so what, what's your end game? What's your goal? What are you looking to get to after you've kind of finished your degree down there? Yep, so I'm in the film and TV program. Um, love to work with my hands and, and do practical work in that. So uh, I'd ideally love to be either on set with something or, or traveling for documentary purposes would be amazing, telling stories. Absolutely. So here we are telling more stories again. So we're driving up to Thanksgiving um, every year. Well, I say almost every year we've had Thanksgiving out in New Hampshire. There is one year where we didn't, and we have our other younger brother to blame for that, Evan. Um, he decided that, you know, hey, this is the year. going to have my appendix uh, get all infected around this time. So we stayed put. We didn't make the big drive out that time. So, you know, uh, we will forever hold a grudge against him. No, just kidding. Not really. Um, we all we all made it work. But anyways, it's a great time going out to New Hampshire here, seeing all of our cousins. All right. Life is short, Noah. Eat dessert first. Always. I want you to mention, talk a little bit about the pie situation with our family at Thanksgiving. Oh, geez. Um, well, it varies every year. I'm not quite sure how many this year, but I remember last year it was something like we got a call from our grandma out here, and uh, together with her and some of the other relatives, they had made, I think, 22 pies. All, always a really big Thanksgiving meal with a bunch of people, so we always we, get to... We normally have like, like 40, 45, sometimes even up to 50 people by the time people come and go and stop in and out and everything. Yep. Um, but I mean, the, the number of pies is insane, and believe it or not, about six, seven years ago, it's mostly my grandmother and then my great aunt that make most of them. And they said, you know, we decided that we're gonna cut down on the number of pies. So what happened is we went down to like, like you said, 
20, 21 pies instead of like the 26 or 27 pies <laughs> that we used to have. So, uh, man, it is absolutely crazy. But no, it's a special time being out there for sure. It's a special time, you know, for everybody with the old kind of uh, traditions of Native Americans, pilgrims coming together, just being thankful for a good harvest and a bountiful celebration, but a great time with family. And for me, family is everything. Um, like Noah was talking about, he's got his program that's totally different than what I want to do. But I think all the Davises out here, for me and my family, we all, to a certain degree, like to do very practical work. Um, some of it is truly, really hands-on. Um, some of it is not as much. Um, for me, definitely is with physical therapy. For Noah, definitely is, especially the way he wants to run his film kind of program and everything. With the creative ability out there, then hey, not afraid of hard work but we're also ready to kick back relax and we can nap just about anywhere just about anytime so you know not afraid to put our feet up either now Noah how do I want to phrase this question Thanksgiving memories all right in recent years of Thanksgiving yep you don't have to necessarily name people's names, but what is are some of the most ridiculous types of conversations? What are some of the strangest, unexpected things, or at least from people outside the family, that you might have expected as a surprise coming up on Thanksgiving Day? Alright, well, as a tangent right off talking about napping anywhere, one thing we see just about every year, whether it's a few of the uncles or someone else, there is always someone napping pretty much right after the food's being done. That, you got that right. That's a constant in our family, so there's always that. There was, wasn't there one year where you were laying down, like, you, you skipped the whole couch and you were just laying down on the floor and then the dog started licking your face? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that year if it was, um, if it was, that was the year we had our dog out or if that was a different dog that was I think there. that was uh, Uncle Joe and I Robin's dogs. Oh, yeah, one more recent Yep, time. Alice and Chandler. Yep, those. Yep crazy. There are uh, two little dogs. I, I'm real bad with dog breeds and everything, but they're tiny. They're the size of ankle biter dogs, but thank God they do not have that attitude. Um, they've got a couple turkeys there, a couple chickens. Uh, they have a, like a, a steer for meat. They got two donkeys. Um, they're named Jack and Ass. No, they're not. Um, one's named Jack. I forget what the other one's name is. Um, but anyways, these dogs, they literally act like they're like big, bully boss around farm dogs and they're crazy friendly too but they'll they'll bark up a storm they're not biters at all they're crazy playful but they'll hurt all the animals up with no problem whatsoever so uh they're not your typical small ankle sized dog by any means oh not at all and that's that's the good kind of small dog right there yeah exactly you know you gotta um don't trust people that aren't dog people another good moral for the day <laughs> all right noah Another big theme for Thanksgiving for us. We've got the family, we've got food, we've got football on and everything. But then later in the evening, two things happen. One, in addition to desserts, the rolls get passed out. So we've got a giant, giant roll recipe batch that originally comes from my great-grandmother. Um, and I mean, she was a, a legend and a legacy all in herself. She worked for for, she passed away when she was 93. She was the glue that held her family together and our family still stays together strong based on her legacy um, and everything she did. She was a 4-H volunteer leader. She started uh, 
organization and everything for 65 years. Um, but she has this roll recipe, Noah. <laughs> Talk to me about the process, the tradition behind making these rolls when we do, and then like, how big is a batch? Oh, geez. Yeah, so this recipe, um, we always get together. It's usually a lot of us cousins, and both of us on our film in particular, when we would spend Thanksgiving at our grandma's house getting ready in the morning, um, we'll be there and we'll be kneading and just punching this massive piece of dough, <laughs> getting it ready, folding it over, really just wailing on it sometimes, getting our frustration out of the way to have a really good Thanksgiving meal later. And to show how big this is, I mean, it's it's bigger than a human head. It might be as big as our youngest brother, Evan. He thinks his head is, his ego is. Um, it might not be quite that big, but almost that big. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's, um, it definitely gets deflated a lot more than his ego, but I would That's say. true, that's true. No, there's uh, certainly more hot air in between those ears than there uh, ends up being, well, maybe when the rolls are cooked. But anyways, we come out, one batch is like 150 rolls, some crazy number. So half the rolls get eaten when we're there, half of them just start, uh, you know, getting dished out, getting back to go when people are making their way out in the late evening and everything. Yeah. But then we get playing these games too. And I mean, it goes on and on. And it's a great time, I love it. It's a bunch of, you know, I say stupid, like a lot of just fun, chatting, good humor and everything. You catch up with all the older great aunts, great uncles and everything that you haven't seen in forever. And somehow they've always got 20 new stories that are still crazy old stories and everything. They're just a blast to catch up with, whether it's, you know, grandpa back in his Navy days or uh, one of the great uncles out in the shop or whatever or, you know some new story you hear about an old trip it just uh it never really truly seems to get old at all noah another question for you whose stories and again we got a lot to choose from the family there's no bad answer whose stories are some of the most entertaining oh well if we're going on, on just entertaining okay I, fair. I, I would say the two of them that are consistently get a lot of stories from them and are also very entertaining would be our grandfather on this side yep. and I would say our Aunt Robin. Both of them <laughs> have very great stories and they're very different types of stories. Speaking notes. of stories, look at those geese on the roof there. Oh yes. So we are, uh, I'm going to interrupt you again, we'll get back to that, but we're driving uh, through Vermont and in one of the stores out here there are these Canadian geese parked up on the roof. And the story goes back to before my mother and father were married, when they were dating, seriously. They were driving out through Vermont um, with my, oh no, no, they were married at this point before but before we were born or anything. Um, they were driving with my grandfather and everything from New York, from New York to New Hampshire. And my mother was like, oh wow, look at the geese on that roof. Okay, they drive back like a week later. My mother says, oh wow, the geese are still there. <laughs> Guess what? They ain't real geese. Nope. Uh, 20 something years later, they're still there. So my grandfather and we all tease her for that. Uh, anyways, I had it. Any, anyways, we tease her for that and that uh, still goes on. So anyway, no, you're talking about uh, both grandpa and then uh, Aunt Robin, both very, very different flavors of storytelling. Yep. Uh, grandpa, when, when he tells a story, uh, he just, 
first of all, they both just love telling these really great stories. Uh, they, got a, they got a knack for it. They got a gift for it. You talk about people who are typically like people people, like people persons. That was not the right phrase. But anyways, you all know what I mean. They just have a knack for it. They have a knack for when to pause, when to be dramatic with it. Not just because they're trying to do it for effect, but because that's just how they normally talk. They're just used to that. Um, so it, it's a fun flair. But anyways, go ahead before I keep interrupting you. Yeah, well, well, Grandpa, when, when he tells a story, he's a he's a very straightforward, no bullshit kind of person. <laughs> you got that right. In, in general. Um, so when he tells these stories, you, you'll, you'll get these little details that, uh, coming from him, he, he'll just tell something about in the Navy days, and it'll be so straightforward, uh, but but sometimes it's the way he delivers some of these kind of funny details will just make it all the more funny. He's talking about going out hunting or stuff, and then, you know, you just, you hear this, like, random little flare in there, and, like, and the ship poke came and got my fish, and I'm like, the shit poke, <laughs> and like, wait, that, then we discovered that like that's his name for a great blue herring because uh, they took his fish from his fish pond one time. So uh, yep. you know, learning enhanced vocabulary too. Then what about Aunt Robin? Because you know, you put her on the spot, Noah. Oh yeah, of course. Well, well, she has a very uh, loud personality. <laughs> I, I think everyone who, who meets her can agree, and, and that's always talking about. Not in this. a bad way. Oh yeah, and in the worst way possible, just so <laughs> overbearing loud. No, she is a very. Uh, positive person uh it's just the way she has about her of she just throws so much energy into these social gatherings whether it's dancing at weddings or family reunions or whether it's telling these stories uh so she will be the person to really play up some of the fun details exactly so she, she's have a great time with it life of the party and definitely the uh She's be, kind of become one of the main hostess of the family um, for a lot of our big family gatherings and everything. So it's an absolute blast. But uh, hey, I'm just looking forward to getting out there. Um, you know, you and I were stuck on a road trip together out here. I'm not necessarily a huge, huge fan of driving out, but a trip like this feels a heck of a lot shorter than it used to when I've been driving from Texas back and forth and you've been driving from, you know, southern, eastern coast of Georgia back and forth from up here, so we've certainly got uh, more miles under our belt than we had before. And, and certainly, even different when we were much younger, and it was the three of us in the oh, back seat of an old pickup, all squished together, usually me in the middle, <laughs> uh, between the other two boys, or, and we compare that to now when- Yeah, right el now, elbow room was a, a relative concept. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a different story, but hey, Noah, thanks for joining me on here. For y'all listening, thank you so much for your patience. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hopefully enjoying a little bit, bit of this again. This whole podcast, this is about me just sharing a little bit about, about my life, some different things I'm learning throughout the different days that we're doing this. As you know, Thoughtful Thursday, it's all about mindset um, and really approach with that, taking the internal world, our internal journey, and how can we use that purposefully to create a more purposeful external life for ourselves. And for me, it's all about prioritizing family, especially with doing this all on the East Coast before I head out West for a bit. So thank you all for joining. Noah, thanks for tuning in. It's been a blast. Always. All right. Take care. Simply not easy.